Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, I'm going to go straight to the scriptures today. I'm going to read from Mark chapter 9, verse 14. It's a passage of scripture that I come back to very frequently. And as we go through our daily devotional today, and, and as we have a moment of reflection, I pray that this would really speak to you because I believe it speaks to all of us who are trying to follow God in our lives. Now, here we have... Uh, Jesus, Peter, James and John approach a group of disciples who are having an argument with some scribes. And we read in Mark 9 verse 14. When they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and some scribes arguing with them. And when the whole crowd saw him, they were immediately overcome with awe and they ran forward to greet him. He asked them, what are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought you my son. He has a spirit that makes him unable to speak. And whenever it seizes him, it dashes him down and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. And I asked your disciples to cast it out, but they could not do so. He answered them, You faithless generation, how much longer must I be among you? How much longer must I put up with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him, and when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy. And he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? He said, from childhood. It has, cast, often, has often cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you're able to do anything, have pity on us and help us. And Jesus said, if you are able, all things can be done for the one who believes. And immediately the father of the child cried out, I believe, help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You spirit that keeps this boy from speaking and hearing, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out. And the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them said, He's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he was able to stand. And when he'd entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, this kind come out only through prayer. This kind come out only through prayer. This is just a great passage of scripture. Now it sounds like, and they wouldn't have had the language or the medical terminology in those days for it, but it sounds like that he is suffering from epilepsy. Have a, I don't know if you've ever seen anyone who's had an epileptic fit, but uh, when they do, I brought him to you, he has a spirit that makes him unable to speak, and whenever it seizes him, it dashes him down, he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. And that sounds very much like epilepsy. Well, many years ago, when our son was quite young, we were visiting Rosemary's family in another city. Um, and we were there and all of a sudden I got a call, a, a cry out from Rosemary. And, and she said, come, come quickly. And I ran down uh, to where she was because it sounded an urgent call. And our son, Joel, was having a fit of some sort. And it was evident he was, he was rigid, he was foaming, he was very much what you described right here. I remember I raced out up the stairs because it was a double story house, Rosemary's parents' house. 
and uh, I flew up the stairs, picked up the phone, I, I rang the emergency number and I got onto the ambulance people and I was screaming down the phone, send an ambulance, send an ambulance, because we didn't know what was happening. I'd never experienced this before. And, 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 and I remember giving the details in great, great urgency. And, and then just toward the end of the call, the emergency person, it was a woman on the phone, she said to me, sir, 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 she said, calm down. And I realized right in that moment that I was, I was panicked and, uh, because, it, uh, because it was completely out of control. You see, I love my son. I'd give my very life for him if it was required. I would. I love him. And here he was in a place where there was something happening to him and I didn't understand it. And he was this dad this dad who comes to Jesus and says, Jesus, this is what's happening to my son. Would you help him? You know, and, I, and I've come to ask your disciples and, and, you know, and, and people don't know what to do. And, and see, see what, was the, what was the basis of this request? The basis of this request was a father who loved his child. And, and, Jesus, and, and, and Jesus, says, Jesus says, you know, all things are possible, those who believe. And this man says to him, I believe, help my unbelief. Oh, that's a prayer I've prayed so many times. And there's so many things in our lives that we don't understand. So many things that don't seem to make sense. So many things that we can't add up, like, like the, the funeral that will be held, in, held tomorrow of my very dear friend, someone who worked on our staff, who just passed away from COVID completely well, no underlying health issues and yet all of a sudden he passes away from having got COVID very badly. Why do these things happen? Why does God permit this sort of thing to happen? And so often it's beyond our understanding. And Jesus speaks, he speaks with authority and he teaches us something about how when we are praying as Christians for things, how we're meant to speak. He speaks with authority. He says to this, he says to this, uh, uh, this disease, sickness, illness, whatever you want to call it, he speaks with authority and he, and he binds it from its having power and he casts it out. And, and, and I would encourage you, that's another whole message we could talk about, about how to pray with authority. And when he, when he, uh, when he eventually gets into a, a space by himself and he's just with the apostles and they say, how come we couldn't do this? And he said, this kind comes out with prayer. See, prayer causes us to enter into heaven's way, the kingdom of God. And it's the reason, this is the point I want to make, it's the reason why our prayer is so critical. Because prayer transports us out of our worldly circumstances and prayer transports us into the kingdom of God that operates by a different set of laws and rules. And, and even though we won't understand many things this side of heaven, we just won't. We're called to live according to a set of values and a, and a set of rules and a way of living that is different. And in the midst of that, and in the midst of the limitation of our mindset being able to understand, surrender to God. And so therefore, how do we do that? We do it through prayer. And what does prayer do? Prayer is always honoring of God because it's, it's coming down and saying, I can't, but you can. 
Prayer is always entering into the mystery of relationship that there is with God and acknowledging the wonder of God and the fact that God is creator and God is sustainer. And so when I read this passage of scripture, I'm forever praying, Lord, increase my faith. I'm saying, Lord, I believe, but I need you help, your help. So many of us are in those places, aren't we, in our life? And that's the reason why today, as you go through your day, while you do the things that you do today, whether you're at work, or whether you're retired, you're, at the, you're, you're shopping or you're with family, whatever it is, that we are meant to be constantly, the scripture says, ceaselessly at prayer behind all the things that we're doing, this sense of the presence of God surrounding us all of the time. It's just such a rich, it's such a beautiful and a powerful uh, passage of scripture. Well, before we pray today, I just want to tell you again about this book I've recently released, an ebook called Unshakable Determination. And because I think that's what we need to have, certainly in my life, I've had to discover and develop an unshakable determination in my prayer life that I will be surrendered to God, that I will connect with God. Well, I'd love to make it possible for everybody to be able to get this book. It's an e-book, meaning when you, when you, it, it comes to you by email. And uh, so if you want to receive this book, uh, I, I want to make it possible for everybody to be able to get it. And so uh, you, you name how much you want for it. The, the income that's produced from this will go directly to the ministry. It doesn't come to me. It goes to the ministry so that we can proclaim the gospel further. So you, you, so you can go there and you determine how much you want to contribute uh, to those of you who contribute much. Some people have contributed a few hundred dollars for this, this little book. Um, and that makes it possible for us to be able to give it to people for almost next to nothing. And some people have given that because uh, people are able to do different things. I want to say thank you for that. But this book, Unshakable Determination, talks about how Jesus set his face like flint as he went towards Jerusalem. I, I pray it will really bless you. But I pray today that you would know the presence of God in your life. Loving Father, I pray that today we would surrender our life more deeply. We would walk more deeply in your presence today. And Lord, that you would increase our faith and that we would surrender to you more by the action of prayer in our life. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you next time. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.